Welcome to Resilient Minds 365, where we discuss the resilient stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, and students with mental illnesses to encourage you to strive, thrive, and live in abundance. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. Welcome back to another episode of Resilient Minds 365. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you guys have had a wonderful uh, few weeks. Um, It's been a while since I've posted, about three months now. And I would like to explain why it's been so long. Well, Unfortunately, as you guys know, I do live with bipolar disorder, and recently I had an episode where I um, had a manic episode, and I ended up in a mental hospital, two mental hospitals over the past three months. So over the past three months, I ended up in two mental hospitals. It was quite you know, traumatic. I was actually um, on my way to a concert when I was picked up by the police. I was picked up by the police in a hotel that I was staying in and transported to the mental hospital downtown um, in, here in Toronto where I was given an assessment. And once they did the assessment, um, they determined that I was, that I should be put on a form one and I should be hospitalized for 72 hours. So they put me on the form, put me on the, I I stayed there for the doctor there determined that I was manic and that I should be hospitalized. It was quite traumatizing because just a few weeks prior to that, I was hospitalized in another hospital in Durham. And it was a very horrific experience for me. But this being the 29th time I was hoping that I would be able to be released sooner, but that wasn't the case. What I thought would be a three, a 72 hour stay turned out to be an eight week and five day stay at the mental hospital downtown. It was, my first time at this hospital, at this particular branch of hospital is my first time there. I've been at the, at the hospital, at that, um, that hospital before, but not at that branch. And um, it, was, it was quite interesting. I learned a lot. One thing I did learn is that even though people, have mental health challenges. One thing I learned is that 
there are there are a lot of inspirational people who do have mental health challenges despite their challenges. I met a few inspirational people while there, which stuck out for me. And um, these people showed me that they had the ability to bounce back despite their mental illnesses. They, one person that I met there, he was very quiet and, um, but very, very intelligent. He actually had a TV streaming network, online TV streaming network, which I thought was, he showed, he showed it to me later um, while there. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. This, this guy is, you know, this is phenomenal. A second person had a specialty fish market and her, we, you know, we grew a, a lovely bond together where I helped her to develop a podcast to show her what, what to do to start her own podcast if she, want, if she wanted to. And, and the last person was a theater gentleman who wrote grant applications. And he was just so remarkable. Um, we got along so well, made some really great friends. And then I met one gentleman who loved music. He was like literally um, the music. He was, uh, he was a music encyclopedia basically. And I, I, I found that it, I, I was in my, I admired that about him because I love music. As you can see, you, read, you guys already know, I wrote a book called The Music of My Life and, um, and music therapy is very important to me. So that was something that very, was very important to me. So we would talk a lot about music and, and um, yeah, it was really good. So once, so what I learned about being in a mental health hospital is just because you have a mental illness doesn't mean you can't do epic stuff. You can't do great things out in your community. Doesn't mean that you're not capable of Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're not capable of doing great things in the community. And because we all have gifts and we all have talents. And these people were doing great things in their communities. But unfortunately, they were in the hospital because they had a mental breakdown. But once they got their, their mental health breakdown, um, taken care of, then they will be able to bounce forward. And that's what I was there to, to do. And that's what I was there to be inspired by. It was to remind myself that despite my illness, I could, I too can do great things as well. I just need to 
deal with my deal with the situation, my illness, and um, get the help that I need in order to move forward. And because you see, resilience. Another thing that I learned is that resilience can look different for a lot of people, especially racialized people. Um, and it can just look different. And for me, as a racialized woman, resilience requires that I, I, I seek out for help. So what I did is what I realized that that I needed to do is that I needed to get psychotherapy. So while I was in the hospital, I would seek out for psychotherapy and counseling, and um, and you know speak to the to the um, the social worker to tell them about and the doctors that I needed psychotherapy, and I just reached out for that type of help. And I made sure that when I left the hospital, that I had that in place so that when I left the hospital, I had psychotherapy in place so that I could actually work on the things, the issues that were putting me in the hospital in the first place. Because the reality is, you're in the hospital. I was going, I've been going, I had, this has been the 29th time that I had gone to the hospital and I keep going. And if I wanna make sure that I don't have to keep going, coming back to the hospital, I have to figure out what is it, what's going on in my life. So what I realized is I need psychotherapy and I need someone to talk to. I need someone to work out my issues with. And um, so what I did is I found two, I found two people. I found one person with a group um, with Unison and another person who provides private um, psychotherapy. And I, I've been doing a few sessions and those sessions have been going really well. And I'm very thankful that I met these um, psychotherapists because um, yeah, it's helping me. It's helping me to, to, to move forward. And um, like I said, you know, resilience for some people, some people can just bounce forward. They can just bounce forward and just get, and just get back into the swing of things. But for other people, they're, they're um, bouncing back or bouncing forward could be a little bit more gradual and it could take a little bit more time and could need some more help and could need some more support. And for me, I'm realizing that I needed support, um, not just from my psychotherapist, but also for my family, I needed to reach out to my family. So I started to reach out to my family and started telling them the type of support that I needed in regards to helping me with my, with my own son. Um, 
because I realized that I do need support. I need help. And um, that sometimes things can get a little challenging and yeah. So the next thing, what I've learned is, is what could be done differently at these hospitals? One thing I learned is I love music therapy. <laughs> I, I, I knew this already before I got there, but what they did, one thing I was so thankful for is the hospital, the foundation at the hospital, they gave for Christmas um, wireless Bluetooth headsets to all the patients. And that gift was the best gift that they could ever give to me in particular. Um, because there was a period where they had taken my phone away because of my, the way I was using my phones. Um, yeah, they took my phone away because I was using it inappropriately. Um, and so when, but when they gave, but when, when I had the, the headset, I was able, they, they allowed me to listen to music through the Bluetooth, but I wasn't allowed to hold the phone. I was just able to let a playlist play music. And while it stayed at the nurses st nursing station playing, you know, from the nursing station that I pressed play, but I was able to stay within a distance of the nursing station and listen to my Bluetooth. And I'm so glad that they bought that for Christmas because that was the best gift that they could buy. And that is one suggestion that I would have. I personally believe that what could help the hospitals is if they would provide Bluetooth headphones um, for patients, why not? I think it would be a great, um, a great thing. Like I personally, I really, I'm a strong believer in, in music therapy. When you're in the hospital, there is nothing you can do. There's not much to do. There's, you can, you can maybe you can read, you can walk, but really and truly, there's not much to do except for maybe listen to music or watch TV. And over time, that gets boring. So I, my suggestion is, is um, they provide music for people to, to listen to while they're there so that they can listen to whatever music that they like to listen to, you know? And... Um, entertain themselves with that. Or if it's not music, maybe it's the news or, or podcasts or whatever they wanna to listen to or Spotify or, or you know, Apple podcasts or whatever. But I just think that um, 
having though that I think having that though that those Bluetooth headset literally saved me from losing my mind. Cause if I didn't have it, I would have nothing to do in the hospital. Nothing. Well, that except for reading, um, for reading, reading my Bible, that helped me a lot too. While I was in the hospital, I, I read my Bible a lot, and um, and that that was very, very, very um, motivational for me. Um, and the second thing I wanted to I wanted to mention is I really believe that they need more holistic therapy in the hospital. Um, the, the best type of therapy that was very helpful to me was when they provided the spiritual care, which is spiritual therapy, uh, which is somebody who has a spiritual background, but a counseling background, and that they would be able to just talk to you one-to-one, -one, and they would talk to you about about um, about you know your life and your issues and and God and spirituality and so forth and all that kind of stuff. That was very helpful to me because for me, my spirituality was a very big, significant part of my relationship with um with my illness um i believe that there was a spiritual part of my illness that was coming out um it was just it was just um i needed somebody who could understand spiritual matters and I was very glad to have that person to talk to. And I think that's very important. I also think that they need to have more emphasis on the holistic side of therapy, like the recreation there, have more recreational therapy than medication therapy. Because I know medication is important and it has its place, but medication is not the only answer to solving solving um, the problems that we have. So yeah, so with that said, from, from that said, I just wanted to let you know where we're gonna go from here. So next week, we're gonna continue on with hearing the stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, and students with mental health challenges. So next week, we're gonna have another story from another guest that I had interviewed sometime a few months ago. Um, I'm going to share that story and then I wanna share all the rest of the stories that I have um, interviewed. And if you have a story or you know someone who has a story uh, who's been resilient despite their mental illness, I wanna hear from them. 
And to all you resilient minds out there, until next time, please subscribe to us on all our platforms and don't forget to rate the show and leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Also, join the community of resilient minds and sign up for our monthly newsletter at cleonicrawford.com. Be sure to grab a copy of my book, The Music of My Life, on all Amazon marketplaces to get to know me better. If you can think of one person that will receive value from today's show or connect with my testimonial, please share it with them. Feel free to take a screenshot of this week's episode of the podcast and tag us on Instagram. You can tag myself at onlycleone or resilientminds365. And remember, mental health is not a death sentence. Despite your illness, you can strive, thrive, and live a life of abundance. Until next time, I'm Cleone Crawford, and I'm signing off. Oh, 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 oh,